welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. Uh, this is episode 66, part 2. I think I got it right that time. I believe yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we, we did 66, part 1. And, right. And this is us doing the second part, uh, because we're talking oh. about football again. So, you know, numbers have to have parts sometimes. 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 Yeah. sometimes it works in movies. You know, it definitely works for a podcast in that case. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it really bothered me when I was a kid and Back to the Future Part 2 came out. Uh, like, it bothered me that it was named Part 2. Instead of Instead just of two? Instead of just two. I'm with that. And when you're doing, like, parts and we're already off to a hot start here <laughs> but anyway when you're, when you're doing parts I always like the uh, the notion if you're not just going to use the Roman numeral 2 because using the number 2 it doesn't work for me but if you're not going to use the Roman numeral 2 call it episode 2 or something like that episodes just you know when you listen as an episode it kind of has that big feel like it's a saga I guess that's why it works with Star Wars mm. so well but maybe yeah. maybe well, I don't, like, so what is what is your problem with the, the regular number two? Uh, it, I don't have a problem with it, per se. It just looks so much badass when it's a that's Roman true. numeral for yeah, some reason. It, it, it makes it look grand. Okay, so, what what about know, the third one when it gets to a three? Uh, you still use Roman numeral that's three. It. Roman numerals don't get awkward until you get, like, to 30-something. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's too much, man. It's too much. You got to figure out where the X's go, and nah, that's when it's out of control. Okay, so so, so are you on board with the the uh, the, the, the Super Bowl being L I? Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it's like, pretty la- good. I mean, the L's is when it also gets a little uh, yeah, weird. Yeah, last year they didn't use the L; they just went with five O. <laughs> Ah, uh, may as well. But uh, as far as like the, you remember Super Bowl XL? I thought that, that was, was cool. cool. That's, what's, what's that? That's what's X? Oh no, man. that's four, it's forty nine. Is that forty? Or is it forty? Really? I think it's forty. Let's see, Super Bowl XL. That's uh, yeah, that's forty. That's forty. It's forty. Okay. That's the one the Steelers yeah. won. But then after that again, yeah, again it gets weird. Was the bu- No, the bus wasn't out there for that one, was he? Because if so, that makes the it what? even better. The bus, Jerome oh, Bettis. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. Because if he was in Super Bowl XL, being an extra <laughs> large man himself, <laughs> that would have been awesome. But um, yeah. Oh, in case you know you all were wondering, this is Jarvis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know Jer- well, Jerome Bettis was actually on that team. That is absolutely nice. incredible. <laughs> I love it. Yes, this is a reality breach, and that's Jarius uh, Thomas. He um he was with us last episode when we talked about the playoffs, and we're back. We're going to talk about more playoffs and the impending Super Bowl, the aforementioned Super Bowl Perfect. Li. <laughs> Ah, yes, here we are. So, where do you want to start? You, you want to start with the, uh, let's, let's start with the, 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 which disappointing game do you want to start with? Um, <laughs> let's go with the AFC Championship game, because that's where we left it off. 
We, we put in our predictions for the yeah. championship games. Yeah, the predictions that surely were not to go wrong. <laughs> uh, one thing that was for certain to me, and Ben Roethlisberger, he played a, a pretty good game by Ben Roethlisberger's standards true. as far as these last few years. But when you have a talent like Antonio Brown and another talent like Le'Veon Bell, usually you expect, you know, more output. Now, before I get to Le'Veon Bell and what happened to him, I do understand that Le'Veon, you know, he went out, but Ben has been putting up less than 200 yards with both of those guys healthy with some other great receivers. So, I mean, it just, it was a standard Big Ben game. (laughs) But it was so impressive how the Patriots basically said, we're going to bend but not break with Antonio Brown. I think his stat line was like, I think he had 77 yards, maybe 66, something like that. For one of the best receivers in the game, that's sad. Exactly. It's sad for them, but it's impressive what New England is able to do. And New England really didn't blitz a whole lot. They really weren't occupied with getting to being Roethlisberger so much as they were just containing Antonio Brown and just putting a little bit of pressure on um, Big Ben. But then <laughs> when I heard that Le'Veon was out with a groin injury, I was like, oh, hell. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, because yeah. like, the, the, yeah. the Patriots are really good at making sure you don't beat them with their best player or with your best player. Exactly. And, the, the the two best players on the Steelers are uh, Brown and Bell, period. Right. And if they just focus on Brown, then they have to contend with, you know, Le'Veon Bell. Bell's out. Right. They can just focus on Brown and just let the game play out. And as much as I love D'Angelo Williams, for fantasy football <laughs> reasons particularly, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't Le'Veon Brown player, and you know there's nothing wrong with this. You know, not a lot of people are Le'Veon. Right. And uh, speaking of him, you know, and I'm kind of dating the show as far as when we're recording. But Le'Veon Bell came out with a diss track on Skip Bayless. Have you heard about I have that? Not heard about that. So apparently he raps, and his rap name is Juice. <laughs> and the <laughs> and the name of the damn song. Is Shrimp Bayless. I'm not making this up. What? It's on SoundCloud and it's majestic. Like, it is a terrible song, (laughs) but the fact that they, he uses like sound bites from Skip Bayless talking about him. Oh, it's hilarious. Shrimp Bayless. It is preposterous that he would think to, to take the time out to do this. I bet his hair was braided when he recorded the song. Like, he got the full gangster rap. Oh, wait, he doesn't have enough hair to braid it, does he? I don't know, I but anyway. That, it sounds like fake news. Le'Veon Bell mocks Shrimp <laughs> Bayless with fiery new rap track. <laughs> See? Dude, I thought it was fake news until I pressed play. And I was like, no, this is the thing. And it happened. 2017 has been good to us as far as it's beef between celebrities. Yeah. yeah. It's been so good to us. And we had a new one that, that 
jumped off today, but I, let's get to the football talk because I definitely want to get that some attention, you know, because <laughs> at first, and I'm sorry, I know we, you know, we discussed beforehand that this might be a shorter episode, but we got to get to LeBron and Charles. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. So, but get it back to the football, though. <laughs> get it back to the football. It, it's unfortunate that what happened happened with the Steelers with Le'Veon Bell, particularly because that gave Steelers fans an out, they feel. But if a true Steelers fan searched their soul, they knew that there was no way that they were going to be Belichick. That's true. And, and, and the thing is, the Steelers already have an out. They have Roethlisberger. I mean, the, the all you have to say is, well, Ben, Ben is still our quarterback. That's all you got to say. But I said it on the last episode, the Empire is striking back. And they're coming for Roger Goodell at this point. It's not even about the other team that made it. It's about coming for Roger Goodell <laughs> at this point. And, and, I mean, that team, they just, they just put on a clinic and then – those touchdowns, even though they took some touchdowns back, man, it was no way they were going to no. beat them. No. There was no way. And it was sad. It just got sad at one point. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, I found it hilarious the disgust that Bill Belichick has with the new AFC Championship trophy. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> it was so funny because he looked at it and he was like, is this a toy? <laughs> like... Where did you get this? Get that out of here. I, it's only one trophy that matters at this point. And, you know, he has plenty of them. But, okay, so what do you think about uh, Big Ben possibly retiring? I, like, the the Steelers have a competent backup. I, I cannot oh. remember his name. <laughs> I can't remember his name um, right now. Let me see. He plays too. That's the thing is, work. he plays every year. <laughs> Every single year. This is yeah. also true. Uh, let's see. Oh, what is his name? I cannot think of it. I'm Are trying to. Zach oh. Mettenberger? That's <laughs> not him. Oh, that's the guy that, uh, who hates Zach Mettenberger? J.J. Watt. <laughs> He hates him, man. It's so funny because, like, he goes out his way to troll him. Hmm. Maybe, maybe he's cut or he's a free agent or something. <laughs> man, when the, when the season is over, the NFL is like, screw this. We're not keeping it. Landry Jones. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That guy. He's yeah, not like, bad. Like if if Roethlisberger does retire, uh, of course they're going to yeah. draft a quarterback, but. I would still expect them to be competitive in their division with Landry yeah. Jones. Yeah. I mean, the way it's going, Deshaun Watson's definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, according to Davos Whitney, <laughs> Deshaun Watson should try their best not to, uh, <laughs> try his best not to end up in Cleveland. So, you know, maybe they can work a trade out or something like that. Speaking of Cleveland, have you heard about, uh, and, you know, while we're still on the Patriots, you heard that they're going to try and pursue Garoppolo? Uh, poor Garoppolo, man. <laughs> Like Garoppolo, he he needs to go to a team that needs a quarterback, but and also a coach that can coach yeah. a quarterback. I, I'm I'm thinking he could go to San Francisco. Yeah, you got uh Kyle Shanahan, which I guess is our segue. Uh, yes, to it the is. Other They're game. good. Yeah. So 
<laughs> yeah, take Garoppolo, Garoppolo and and Kyle Shannon and put them in San Francisco. Yeah. Something will happen. It, it, absolutely, and you know, pass or fail, it can't be worse than we're having the RG three. By the way, they were right about Kirk Cousins and RG three. <laughs> they do not get enough credit for being absolutely yeah. right for drafting that guy, and the Redskins owe them a debt that they can never repay. <laughs> that, wait, that's a that, that was another them. Kyle Shanahan uh, like joint, wasn't it? Like huh? Shanahan had a hand in that, right? He did. Both of them. Um, Kyle and Mike. Uh, yeah, Mike. Yeah, both of them. The father and the son. <laughs> but yeah, they they and you know all signs are pointing to him uh, trying to go after Kirk Cousins. Um, once this is over, but kind of like a Lane Kiffin type deal like you know come to the dark side you know Lane Kiffin <laughs> is a snake so Kyle Shanahan might try and, and recruit him in a backdoor kind of way but that game between Atlanta oh, and Green that, Bay oh man that game so for starters I'm a man uh, that you know I'm a man that's Able so to admit when he's made a mistake. And, the um, run to try and... and with that being said, I made a mistake picking Green Bay. I drunk the Kool Aid. Well, the Kool Aid tastes good, though. Yeah, I mean, it was great. It was like, what, green apple, considering the colors. <laughs> and it, it was one of those things where you went out there and you, you know, you've been hearing that Aaron Rodgers has the flu, something like, oh, Hell yeah. We're about to get a flu game out of Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. You know, I'm all with it. Even with hearing that news, I'm like, this guy is my guy to get to the Super Bowl and lose to Thomas Patrick Brady. No. (laughs) Matt Ryan said, my time is now. And I don't care. I've seen the tape of this Green Bay defense. (laughs) They can't hang with me. And <laughs> holy crap, no, they, they could not. That game was so quick, man. <laughs> <clears throat> I knew some long-time Packers fans, and Packers fans are the most gracious fans, <laughs> I think, in the NFL, even more so than the New Orleans Saints fans. No offense. None taken. Like, I, 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 res- I respect Green Bay fans. I respect the organization, like, they are the only fans that can stay honest with, you know, themselves and what their team's position yeah. is. And I got two good friends who are Green Bay Packers fans, and both of them just lambasted Green Bay <laughs> after that game, especially that defense. And they were like, Aaron Rodgers notwithstanding, we're going to blast every other component of that team. And they did it in the assessment that they had was fair, but they were like, they need so much help on defense. Their whole draft should just be a defensive draft. It was yeah. terrible. And and then it's like you all didn't realize you were playing against who I deemed the God of War, Julio Jones. No, they Are didn't realize. They just couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> you don't think they sat in a room all week and watched what he does? And they're like, well, we're going to try to do this. Or we're gonna try. They can't. They were just outmatched, period. You ever sell, you know, on on, uh, Mario Kart, 
when you're driving and then you go over those little things on the track that make you speed up all <laughs> of a sudden. Yeah. That was Julio Jones, man. Like when he caught the ball and you thought he was going to slow down and maybe let him push him out of bounds. And then he just tosses one guy. He is he, so he had the blue shell and he got on yeah. the speed track. That's what Julio Jones did. And he just, he's one of my favorite players, period. He's just awesome. He, he get, he comes up, he shows up and he just decimates you whenever you're foolish enough to not put four guys on them. Four. It takes four people to cover who Jones. I'm convinced that I watched that game because I saw three come no, and that wasn't no, enough, clearly. Hey, that, 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 that is what, you know, no, we'll, we'll get to the Super Bowl in a few minutes. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get there. Sure. But, oh, okay. Yeah, but like, so, just the, the myth of Aaron Rodgers apparently <laughs> only works like three games deep into the playoffs because it's and man they took everything after, they after had after the first after the first quarter it's like well what <laughs> uh, mm, enjoy the flight back boys yikes issue and after uh that game against the Cowboys no, they, didn't. they had no, it was clear from the first series where they got nothing going it was it was a done deal. It was nothing they could do. It. And he went out on his three interceptions, yeah. but he went out on his... The turning point was really when that but, guy fumbled on the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was awful. And then from that point on, the, the Falcons just descended <laughs> upon them. And, and it was pretty much over. And I honestly, I think that takes Aaron Rodgers out of the uh, MVP race that game right there even though he deserves of course to still get votes and still be considered i I think that that's going to cost him uh mvp award that's fine he'll get some later on but they better hurry and get him a little bit more help because with quarterbacks man you never really know i don't so like they need to jump on that thing while it's going they have the pieces they're just injured like they do but both are numbers one and two Running backs were completely injured. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, they were using a freaking wide receiver at running back. I mean, we talked about yeah. this last time, but a wide receiver was getting running back snaps, and that's, that's <laughs> that ain't man. good. It's her. It's her. It was to say that ain't good. But, yeah, just go get T-Bone, put him in running back, <laughs> and uh should be fine. Should be fine. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so we have the – Patriots and the Falcons going at it for Super Bowl Lee. <laughs> so, have you heard about what Kyle Shanahan did? No. Dude, where have you been today? <laughs> uh, the sports sports news today was just awesome. So, here we are. It is uh, January 31st. So, you all can kind of time us. And today, news broke that Kyle Shanahan apparently lost the book bag with guess oh, what? Oh, yeah. It had, like, the plays or something? Yes. The entire playbook is inside. So, Twitter and Facebook have just gone crazy <laughs> with this. And somebody said, uh, one of my friends, he said that 
he saw the story last night. And as he was going to sleep, he saw somebody's comment said, <laughs> Bill Belichick has already made two copies by now. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. And like, and he said, he, they were like, uh, the reports were saying that people didn't know why Kyle Shanahan started acting so weird. They said he was just pacing and he just seemed nervous. And then all the play, Bill left. And the players left, and the coaches are still there. And then he finally says, I'm nervous as hell right now. I've lost the backpack with all that plays in it. Freaking Siri just came <laughs> on. Like, how does that happen? So, is that not hilarious? So, when that happens, you know, and he's freaking out, some random sports writer guy. <laughs> Just like, oh, I took your book bag by mistake. So here is my conspiracy okay. theory. Do, do, do we have because, a sports writer's name? Because we can Google him. Oh, yeah, we could. Uh, let me see who it was. I don't know if they even released the name. He might be a fictitious character at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad, man. I want to see if I can find that sport, <laughs> sports it's, it's, writer. It, uh, it, it actually it says his name is Bell Bilichick. Oh. <laughs> oh man, we could all be so lucky. What is this sports writer now? I'm looking it up. Uh, I think I found it. Unfortunately for the Falcons, the mystery was solved quickly by USA Today writer and ESPN contributor Jared Dawson. You were close. <laughs> Jared Belichick. <laughs> right. Who discovered that San Francisco examiner columnist Art Spander had mistakenly picked up Shanahan's bag instead of his own. So the San Francisco Examiner has a guy on the inside working for the Patriots. Okay. Who's this Art Spander guy? He's from L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, We got to find the. We got to make the connection. He's mainly a golf guy. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Belichick is turning yeah. home famous. This is some Cold War level shit. Man, yeah, this guy doesn't look like he has any <laughs> any ties to Boston. affiliation. <laughs> this is the main thing uh, yeah, you want yeah. to look for. So uh, last time we talked, I talked about how, of course, the uh, excuse is going to be that um, the fire alarm being pulled at the Steelers Hotel. It's going to be why they lost. Well, we already have the excuse. It's every time with the Patriots. Like, they can't catch a freaking break. So, everybody, like I said, who hates the Patriots especially, are going crazy about him losing these plays. And, you know, we're going to see on Sunday how everything goes. But outside of that, you know, getting serious, I'm... Part of me actually wants to go for the Falcons. Uh, see, this this is what I really wanted to talk to you about. Because, okay, like, go ahead. In, inside of me, I, I don't think I've ever been more conflicted about a football game. Period. <laughs> and I think I know where we're headed. Because, we're going. It, like, I don't have a hatred for the Patriots. I'm just tired of watching them. 
you know, any other team makes it to the Super Bowl, I might root for them. But it, it's the Patriots. Like, right. uh, we get it, you're good. Like, let's give someone else a turn. <clears throat> On the NFC side, you got the Atlanta Falcons, uh-huh. who probably deserve to win. They have a great team, a great offense, a great quarterback. Like, this could be their year, and it's probably their year. But it's the Atlanta Falcons. Like, as, <laughs> as a Saints fan, I cannot bring myself to root for the Atlanta Falcons. Period. Absolutely. So, so it's like, I don't want to root for either team. So it's kind of like one of those cases. Uh, what was the slogan for aliens versus predator? No matter who wins, yeah. we lose. Yeah. It's like one yeah. of those things. Because, like, if 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 the Patriots win, whoopity do, the Patriots won. Got to have to deal with oh, greatest quarterback ever, undisputed. You know, like Skip Bayless is going to lose his mind, and yeah. I mean, Skip Bayless oh, already true. lost his mind, but like, I understand. But if the Falcons win, like that's it. Like the the, the one thing it, we have over them is gone. It's gone. It's gone. And it's a tie. And then not only that, they're really going to disrespect Drew Brees because they're going to be like, "Well, here's the coronation of Matt Ryan." Well, I like Matt Ryan. I liked him at Boston College, but here's the coronation of Matt Ryan and blah blah this and blah blah that. And you know th- that's going to be the story going with that. I love history. <laughs> I love seeing historical moments. One of the coolest things that happened in 2016, I, I saw a poll somewhere. It was like, what was the coolest sports story in 2016? No, it was not Ronda Rousey getting knocked no, out again. Not at all. It was the Chicago oh, Cubs yeah. breaking their streak. That is one of the coolest things I've seen in any year of sports, but 2016, it just blew everything it's else out of the water. Chicago Cubs Arguably the best thing to happen last year overall, period. Yeah, it, it was very awesome. And 2016 was a rough year, so yeah, it, it's definitely <laughs> in the running for being one of the best things to, to happen in that year. And with that being said, man, we're talking about five Super Bowls for one quarterback, one coach. That's what we're looking at. History. And that's why, like I said, part of me, part of me feels like the universe is just going to be with the Falcons on Sunday. And it's like, no, <laughs> we can't just have a definitive greatest of all time anything in football, except for, of course, Jerry Rice. Well, even that's no, that's, that is not arguable. It, it, no, his stats are. His stats are. But, man, if Randy Moss... <laughs> Had have had the quarterbacks that Jerry yeah, Rice had. You're right, you're right. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if he played his whole career with with Tom Brady? <laughs> Man, I can't. I mean, I, I catch chills just thinking about it. But Jerry Rice is the GOAT. He, he, he just is. But with another Super Bowl win, Brady's in that conversation with not only just being the greatest quarterback of all time because I think he wins that almost definitively with five Super Bowls but he'll also be probably the greatest football player of all time in any position with those rings 
And then you looking at Tom Brady, if he gets a fifth Super Bowl ring, man, he'll have more Super Bowls than whole teams. <laughs> he he already has more Super Bowls than most he teams. He already yeah. does. Than most teams. I mean, it's impressive. And, you know, and I, I'll also add to the lore of Eli Manning because apparently he's the only quarterback that can beat him in the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is hilarious. So, I mean, you know, it, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, my gut is kind of telling me the Falcons, but at the same time, I'd be lying if I'm like, I, if I wouldn't want to see what happens in a world where Tom Brady has five Super Bowl rings. Yeah. With that being said. Yeah. Well, like, actually, we'll see one, two, three, four, five, six. There's, what, 36 teams total? Uh, 32. Teams. Tom Brady already yeah. has more Super Bowl rings than 28 teams. Or 20... That's ridiculous. Six teams. That's absurd. And I'm assuming that the ones that have more Super Bowls than him alone, he's going to tie two of them, he's if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He's going to tie the Cowboys, and is it the 49ers is the other one? And then he's he's going to break his tie with the Giants. I know the Giants yeah. have four. So the only team that he's going to be behind is the Steelers, who yeah. have six. He can cash in on that next year. Yeah. That's crazy. The, uh... Mind you, he's been to seven. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, Man. sorry about that. That came but he's been to seven. With that being said, he could already be tied with the Steelers <laughs> right now. So people should be thankful for Eli Manning for some for some reason. God That's, knows why. They he's the only team that can beat Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And, 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 and the, the thing Super- is, is, that is really the only thing Manning has going for him. He's not even the best quarterback <laughs> in his family. not even the second best quarterback in this family. Because Archie Manning Archie Manning can lace up with the best of them, baby. But, I mean, Archie looks at him sometimes like, boy, where did you come from? <laughs> I, I, Peyton just got all my good genes. You only got them in times where they needed the most for some reason. No, no, no. But, no. Like, like, I, I watched, a, I watched a, like a documentary on the Mannings and uh, like if you follow if you follow <laughs> Eli and Peyton, like, and how they grew up and how they decided to get into football. The outcomes of their careers are pretty, they were set in stone back in, like, grade school. <laughs> because, like, Peyton was a, was a student of the game. I mean, like, studied it from the time he understood it was Clearly. football. Eli was just like, <laughs> I'm a rich guy. You know what? And then in, like, <laughs> high school, he was like, Maybe I'll play football. So, do you know, like, <laughs> this is crazy. So, if Peyton Manning decides to be a head coach, and he hires Eli Manning to be, like, one of his coordinators, they'd be the Ryan brothers. Oh, no. <laughs> they would be the Ryan brothers. I just thought of it. Because one of them is clearly a student of the game, and then the other one is Rob Ryan. <laughs> oh, man. And Rob Ryan really is the reason he got fired. Let's just be clear on that. 
Rob Ryan is the reason Riggs. They were like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, how many people, how many what coaches get fired and then they just tell them on his way out the door, hey, take your brother <laughs> with you. Please. Please, just take him with you, man. Tell him to get like, a haircut. Like, they cut ties with him so fast. It was, like, two years? Oh, my God. That was, that was the best firing of the whole season when they paired with Because it, it, Bleacher Report is one of those really shady. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shady, because uh, the headline was, like, they just fired Rex Andrews, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You didn't have to bring Rob <laughs> That is great reporting. And didn't he get like fired week sixteen or like week fifteen? Yeah, it is. Like that, that's just so disrespectful. It was so sad. No, what's disrespectful is uh, Jeff Fisher getting an extension, <laughs> and then he gets fired. He knew something. Yeah, they're like, here's Sergio. all this money. Go he go somewhere else. Like, they pay him all. I don't understand it. Because they, that's not being mistaken. He got that money. He got that money in the <laughs> But and it was like a day apart. They gave the extension and did the next day. Yeah, they yeah. Fired. Well, it was after the next game. Yeah, they had to get him out of there before uh, Dickerson. Dickerson wanted him dead, man. He hated like, Jeff Fisher. I think he's gonna come up there like, and see like, him. Like, if it isn't like a situation where he did know something and they paid him off, whatever, that's all speculation. But the, the way it played out in my brain was that the Rams ownership has no clue what they're doing, and they just really, uh-huh. really like Jeff Fisher, probably as a person. So yeah, we like that Fisher boy, <laughs> you know. And so they gave him an extension, and then. The media completely lambasted them for a week, and and and, so and somebody who, was like, "Hey, boss, you know we're getting made fun of," and they're like, "What? We're getting what? Oh no, no, we gotta sack that guy now." So why are they southern? But anyway, so, so more overrated. Mike Shanahan or Jeff Fisher? Uh, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> doubt. He is. He is nothing. Anyway. Jeff Fisher so, will make a great pre- defensive coordinator somewhere. One day. My prediction for the Super Bowl. No, he wouldn't. Anyway, my I'm prediction hoping this, for I'm the actually Super hoping Bowl. the Saints pick him up. He's not a head okay. coach. Period. I could see it. I could see that. Um, I got the, I got the Patriots 23-17. 23 that's I got the Patriots 23-17 because again they're going to do the bend but don't break with Julio that defense is not going to be able to get to Tom Brady because that's another thing that's the only way you can beat them and even that's arguable considering that he beat a Seahawks team who actually did everything they could to get to him got to him a couple of times but he still pulled to be it fair, out that's still, uh, that's Pete still Carroll Seahawks. play call notwithstanding Oh, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's that's my official prediction. It's 23-16, uh, and, and we get the um, the glorious picture of the absolute glee of Tom Brady and the absolute fake 
happiness <laughs> of Roger so, Goodell. So, what are the chances, like, what are the odds that Roger Goodell has a family emergency in the fourth quarter and has to leave? If I had to bet on it, it's going to be really close. <laughs> I give it a, a ninety-five percent chance. Somebody joked and said that he's gonna—he uh, has to be in Atlanta this weekend. <laughs> he has—he has to oversee the closing of that stadium, man. So he has to be in Atlanta. <laughs> and after being in Atlanta for two weeks, he just stayed there. He didn't even come back. And I'm—I'm I'm really interested to see how this uh, state of the NFL is gonna go. Um, where the reporters get to just basically rib them as much as they want to in the midst of him trying to give a speech right. uh, about what's going on. So I just can't wait. But he said it would be an honor to hand a trophy to Tom Brady. I said, put it to the test. They usually try to give the trophy to the coach first. I say, Bill Belichick just steps aside. It's like, no, I, I, my hands are cold. <laughs> but I think Tom, I think Tom is, is just fine taking it. And I hope he wins MVP. Could you imagine? He, and he will. If they win, he will, period. Yeah, un- 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 unless Goodell throws his power at us, says, no, give it to Blunt. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they're going to find a way to neutralize and contain that Atlanta offense as best they can. And I mean, Matt Ryan has not seen his defense this sophisticated. No, but but oh, yeah. the Falcons have a fantastic running game. A duel, a two-headed yeah, they, they, they shut down Julio Jones, they'll just stop passing. Well, he kind of got to <laughs> at that point because he is it. Uh, Sanu is good, but he, he's not he's not burning up defenses. No, no. But I mean, come on. Like, he'll show up when it's clutch. Yeah. And Gabriel is an X-factor. Now, if they do beat him, I think Gabriel will um, – Factor in significantly if they do pull it off. Hmm. Yeah. So, who's your prediction? Who are you going with? Oh, God, I hate making predictions, but I, let's. I'm. I. I'm gonna say, the Falcons pull it off. Uh, I, I I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring affair. But I don't think it's gonna like. I think both teams are gonna get at least twenty. So let's let's say. I can see that. 3027. Okay. Uh, I like and it. What, you know, something else just hit me that, that really irks me is if the Falcons pull it off, Matt Ryan it will end up winning the, the, the MVP of both the Super Bowl and the season. Which, oh, God. Which yeah. then that yeah, ignites God. the ridiculous ass. Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Drew Brees' argument, which is absolutely and that's not ridiculous. no, that is not true. Come it's at me, close. Falcons people, that is not true. <laughs> it's not. With that being said, yeah, you just got to the MVP. I think he is a lot to win the the league MVP award. Uh, Matt Ryan is. I think he's going to win it. Run it away. Wait, wait, um, when when are those votes cast? Are they cast after the season season? Yeah, no. Um, this this week? week, that's weird. Yeah, I used to think it was weird until I saw what they were doing. They're waiting to look at the playoffs, so now the playoffs factor and, and, into, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't be like that. Like if it's if it if it is 
quantifying the, you know, how much value a player has for this season, the playoffs should not really be a factor. Uh, at the same time, I know they're taking most of your regular season stuff because they had to with AP in that 2,000 yard season. And uh, didn't he get bounced in the next round? Oh, he may have gotten bounced out in the. Uh, yeah, he got bounced out in the first round after he had that 2,000 yard season, but they gave him the MVP award. So I, I know they're taking a lot of the regular season in, but if Matt Ryan wins it, it's going to be because of the postseason. Right. Like, he was good in the regular season, but it's definitely going to be because of the postseason because he's put on a clinic twice. Yeah, yeah. But for my money, if we're taking the just regular season, I honestly want to give it to Tom. No, no, we talked about this. No. I, we did. I if, want if, to if give it to Tom. You, got it. you have to give Aaron it to Rogers. Aaron. If we're, if we're talking clear value of person, like remove from the team and – you lose the most, Aaron Rodgers, period. It's going to be him. It's going to be him. He got, yeah, because you brought up the third-string guy. He <laughs> won a game against the Texans, yeah. who were just yeah. awful. But, yeah. So, right, that's our Super Bowl picks. You're going with the mm-hmm. Falcons and going with the Patriots, even though, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if the Falcons won. And I'm not hedging my bets <laughs> to the listeners. I, I'm sticking with my pick, but... Yeah. So yeah, well, let, let, let me let me quantify that, qualify it a bit. I don't want well, them to win. <laughs> like I will, I will, I will be happier that. if the Patriots win. I'll still be disgruntled and angry, but I will be happier if the Patriots win. I just don't think they're going to. But your eyes are telling you to go with the Falcons. Yeah. Gotcha. So, the NBA. <laughs> Speaking of great things that happened last year, Cleveland winning the championship was was quite impressive. I think this. Yeah, I'm not even a Le- LeBron James guy. They're second. That has to be second yeah. behind the Cubs. And the Cubs, like I said, it's not even close with the Cubs because that's oh, yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. For them to, to pull that off after. Uh, man, the better it would over a century, yeah. yeah, almost or was it? If they did make it to over a hundred years, I believe they did too. I think it's like a hundred three or something like that. A little odd number, but yeah, that, for them to do that again, it's it's not close. But Cleveland doing it, even in the fashion that they did. And, you know, I already, a lot of people think that the NBA is kind of rigged. So, of course, you want LeBron James to beat the greatest team ever, ever quote unquote. But um, that leads me to the other big thing that happened. And this goes back <laughs> to the celebrity beef conversation we had at mm-hmm. the beginning. Charles Barkley goes on a a tirade on LeBron James because LeBron is complaining, talking about he needs a playmaker on the team and he's cussing out management and he's cussing out the media and all this stuff. And Charles says, stop whining, stop being a big baby. You have the highest payroll on your team. You pretty much created this team, which is a well-known fact. (laughs) And he was just going off on him and all this kind of stuff. And last night, 
after the Cavaliers lost, a reporter asked him about what Charles Barkley said. And LeBron James went off. He just <laughs> lost it on and he was like, you know what? I- I'm tired of being a nice guy. And today I got time to just tell you the truth about everything that's on my mind. And he just went out there and he gave Charles the business. One thing he said, uh, he was like, I'm not going to just LeBron James talking about Charles Barkley. I'm not going to let him disrespect my legacy like that. I'm not the one who threw somebody through a window. I never spit on a kid. I never had unpaid debt in Las Vegas. I never said I'm not a role model. I never showed up to All-Star Weekend on Sunday because I was in Vegas all weekend party. All I've done for my entire career is represent the NBA the right way. 14 years, never got in trouble. Respected the game. Print that. So he goes off, and then he's not done. He comes back and he says, go watch the 93 finals when John Paxson hit the shot. Barkley and Jordan were laughing and joking with each other during one of the games where somebody's shooting a free throw in the finals, but oh, nobody were friends back then. Talking yeah, about, you yeah. know, yeah, that whole thing. And then he even took a couple shots at Phil, uh, talking about, you know, how, well, he wasn't a shot, but he said something about Phil calling his people a posse and all of that. And, uh, that Phil wouldn't say one word to him when he went to a Knicks game and all mm-hmm. that kind of crap. <laughs> and, Finally, he he uh, ends with saying, uh, I'm tired of biting my tongue. There's a new sheriff in town is the end of the quote. And before Charles even responded, Dwayne Wade comes in talking about how he's happy that LeBron finally said something. He's been disrespecting LeBron since the days of the heat and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just waiting, anticipating Thursday when Charles gets on his platform, his TV show yeah. on TNT, and he gets to respond, well, Christmas came early. <laughs> because Charles Barkley, somebody, some angel out there, got Charles Barkley to get on ESPN radio. Charles Barkley quickly dismisses Dwayne Wade, one of the best quotes ever. Dwayne Wade said for, that Charles should be humble. Charles Barkley responded, you should be humble with that team you're playing on. Hilarious. <laughs> so he's done with Dwayne. And then he says he says, so LeBron, what what is the thing that people use uh to to look you up and stuff? And then somebody said Google. And Charles said, Yeah, he must have been Googling me to just put all this stuff together. He's like, you know, he says he's a student of the game, whatever. He said, I'm not going back into forth with him. The things that he said didn't hurt my feelings. I'm not 12 years old. Just know that I still think he's a whiner. I think he needs to grow up and he needs to get over it. And Charles just drops the mic and responds to him in the most grown man way possible. And here's my thing, and I'm going to ask all LeBron James fans here. Charles isn't necessarily wrong. LeBron did about that the wrong way. But have you ever panicked over anything? Uh, yeah, Sergio? a few times. When you're in a state of panic, you start to act irrational and you start to say things that you may not necessarily mean that you might mean. With that being said, 
LeBron just started paying attention to not only the Warriors record, but how bad the Warriors are beating people. And he realized that his ring count is about to take a hit. <laughs> Nobody is beating the Golden State Warriors this year. He realized it and he had a fit. Well, good. Like the way I took it was, he everything he said, he meant. He just didn't realize what it looked like <laughs> yeah. when he said it. Because it, it, it looks really yeah. bad when you go off on Charles Barkley, regardless of what you're actually, what you believe, what's true. It, it's Charles Barkley. Because first exactly. off, the man's crazy. He's nuts. He's nuts. So it doesn't matter what you say. Like, he is rubber and you are glue. (laughs) Really? (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's one of those things, and we're going to see how it continues to go. But, oh, DeBron also said, you know, when they're not in town for the All-Star weekend, he said Charles should not come up and try to shake his hand. So he threw down a gauntlet, Uh, baby. And I... I, I, I say this as as a LeBron fan. Just shut up. <laughs> shut Just up. leave it alone. You're not going to out. No, you're not going to out. You're not going to out. Charles Barkley. There's only one player that I saw that really took Charles Barkley to task when they were in front of each other. That was Kobe being Brian. <laughs> Kobe got down there. Kobe sat down and Charles he took on Charles, all of Charles' criticism they kind of went back and forth a couple of times but at the end of the day I think Kobe earned Charles' respect afterwards because he was like look I'm not here for that you know what I mean you can say what you want about me but I know how I produce and you know you have issues with how I performed in this game you call me selfish and all that kind of stuff and Kobe said in so many words I'm better than you I'm the superior player here I got ring that's that's true that's true and you know it was pretty much a done deal and if LeBron were to go at him like that it would be a very interesting conversation to say the least and it's something that TNT needs to get on the phone right now and try to make it happen (laughs) No, like LeBron needs to shut up and play basketball. Uh, because it, yes, right now he's putting a lot of work in to keep them in first place. That that's undisputed. Uh, we that, that's the numbers pl- show that. Yes, and is. there are other stars on that team that are not producing like they should. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true too. Except for Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving's just uh, bad, true, dude. True. It's just what he do. At the end of the day, when the playoffs roll around, the Warriors are going to be there. Uh-huh. Cavaliers are going to be there. He needs to be prepared to play in the playoffs. Period. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter what what Charles Barkley says. Charles Barkley literally gets paid to say crazy shit. He, like yeah. he hit the jackpot. He he said crazy shit enough that someone said, "Hey, bro, why don't you get on TV and say crazy shit?" And guess what? That's yeah. exactly what he did. You fell for his ruse. Yeah, but it was an awesome response. Though <laughs> I gotta give him credit. 
That's uh, just like when Brandon Marshall and Warren Sapp got into it. Do you remember that? No. And Warren Sapp was just going there, Brandon Marshall, and Brandon Marshall was like, um, well, he's Warren, he said something about Brandon Marshall's domestic issue with his wife that they had and, you know, moved past and big ups to that brother. But he said something about that, and Brandon Marshall responded, isn't he still in debt? <laughs> Doesn't he need to take care of his man? He's like, doesn't he need to take care of his kids and pay for his kids and all of that stuff? That's amazing. It was amazing. And Warren Sapp had nothing. He had nothing. He just he just went in on it. Matter of fact, I haven't heard from Warren Sapp ever since then. <laughs> With that being said, I just want to make it clear to the listeners: No, I am not a Warriors fan. <laughs> Guess what? Not a LeBron fan either. If you want me to be honest with you, I hate both oh, of them. Okay. Hate both of them passionately. I like. I don't. I don't hate the Warriors, but I I, I, I dislike they, them picking up Kevin Durant. They broke yeah. the NBA. Both. They're, both of them have broken the NBA. At this point. Yeah, it is, and all the sliders are on one hundred. Yeah. That's pretty much where we are. And so, I mean, I'm going to watch the finals. I can't lie and say I'm not because I think it's going to be in, entertaining to either see Kevin Durant's dreams come crashing down or LeBron's dreams come crashing down. I'm all for either one of them at this point. But it's just one of those things. It's so broken that the only thing you can look forward to is the Christmas Day games and uh the all-star game and then finally the finals and actually the first round of the playoffs is pretty good too because you get to see some matchups that you probably otherwise wouldn't see and you get to see some teams kind of mix it up and the teams that don't have a chance you know that's basically their entire playoffs as far as the finals and stuff so however far they make it you know they can just take a moral victory when they lose to the cavaliers or the uh, warriors yeah yeah Warriors, but besides that, you know the NBA is all about June anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like I love watching playoff basketball. I hate watching anything else. Like I, I don't watch yeah. much of any basketball until the end of the year. What about the NCAA like, March Madness? Like, like college basketball. Ah, come on, man! You already did say the same thing about NCAA football, yeah. and you're gonna yeah. say it about. The March Madness tournament is awesome because of the single elimination. I, I will give it that. Like, if I would change anything about the NBA, it would be the ridiculous playoff structure. Could you imagine? Oh my God! Could you imagine single elimination in the NBA? Dude, half the teams that are considered great teams would <laughs> not have all those rings they... at all. At all. Oh man. Yeah. I wish, man. It was just like June. It, the entire month of June is just the yeah. playoff. Dude, that, that would be a way to level the playing field. Is Absolutely. To, is, to, is to make and the first rounds like best of three or best of five or whatever? Yeah. That like, Sure, let the finals stay seven. I'm fine with that. But do it like baseball. Yeah. Every round up until that point, if it was the best like three or five, I think it would be it would be yeah. pretty cool, and it'll give you a bigger sense of urgency. Every game would matter yeah. at that point. 
Because face it, some games don't. You can go three zero on somebody, and you know you'll lose one game and nobody cares. It's like, all right, we'll just get it back on the next. And some teams kind of just mail it in because they want to win at home. Right, right. But wait, three five? No, you lose <laughs> no, two games. You're like, oh not. shit. <laughs> hey, guys, wait, where where do we play up. this Wednesday? That's pretty much it, man. Yeah. All right, man. Well, um, so so, where are you watching the the, the Super Bowl? I'll be oh, home. that's boring. Yeah, yeah, I'll be at home, man. I don't look. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> tired, man. You know, fine. And I'm in the in this whole weight loss thing. Me and my girlfriend are doing, and it's working out pretty well for me so far. And uh, I gotta maintain it, so I can't even have like any party oh, food, dude. really. So yeah, I'm gonna just stay home and man, not you know, avoid temptation altogether because you know that's how you deal with life's problems, man. You just avoid everything. <laughs> you stay at home and watch football. <laughs> Done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'd like to get a party or something or a bar. Or, I don't know, but I might end up just staying home, inviting a few people over. Oh, that pretty cool. I got like I got a big TV. I got I got I got surround sound. So ah, living the life, man. <laughs> I got to be a big spender when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that does it. That that's that that's episode sixty six. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug before you get out of here? Uh, check me out on the well if you could tolerate me today. Uh, <laughs> check me out on. Uh, the Negro Justice League on iTunes. I believe we're on Stitcher. Pretty much anywhere podcasts are available, but I know we're on iTunes and um, I think Google Play, Stitcher, oh, a couple other the, outlets. The, uh, <coughs> the, the, yeah, the all the places. podcast places. There you go. Um, and check out uh, the Unapologetic Geeks with an S. By the way, couldn't get that dope <sighs> so I had to add an S to the end of it. so that's going to be the unapologetic geeks uh, the, the unapologetic geeks at, on Facebook it is unapologetic GKS on Twitter and on Instagram it's the underscore unapologetic underscore okay. geek on there and that's my personal blog um, like I said I'll be talking about comics and TV shows and uh, movies and you know just offering opinion on sports and things like that so that's still coming we're still getting that built up but yeah that's where you find me Negro Just League the Unapologetic right. Geeks sounds cool well uh, it's it has been a pleasure yeah, having you on oh, always uh, the, the, this this episode maybe maybe when uh maybe when the the basketball playoffs roll around we can reconvene okay. and talk cool. and, and talk about LeBron again. Cool, cool. Excellent. Well, uh, you have a good week. I'll have a good week. Hope our listeners have a good week. And tune in next time. This is Reality Breached. And I think I'm going to actually put in that that song, that Le'Veon Bell song, as the closing Please credits. Do. I think that's going to happen. <laughs> Please do. You said that, that Le'Veon's the best all-around back in football, right? I didn't lie. It wrote, well... See, well, Le'Veon Bell is one of the unique guys. There's nothing he can't do. He can't do. <laughs>
so patient. I'm yelling at the TV. Let me hit the hole, Le'Veon. <laughs> and he just like got the ball. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go to the right. But you don't see that though, huh? Yeah, Trent Bayless, I've been hearing you lately. You love Jerry way too much, you acting like y'all related. I got the Hall of Fame waiting. I'm the best and you hate it. I don't know why you hate it. I don't know why you hate me. Probably cause my name is mentioned close with some of the greatest. Then they talk about patience, you close to testing my patience. You say whatever for ratings. I'm not blind, I can see it. You say I'm just an average running back, no way you believe it. You talking down for no reason. Talking down for no reason. Cause you know my number's crazy when I'm done with this season. Sometimes I hate that you breathing. Think you sick as a germ. You keep on talking all that nonsense. I'ma call Richard Sherm. Yeah, I'm like Steph, I'm not missing. I told you I'm on a mission and the shrimp didn't listen. Undisputed was tempting, but I couldn't get with it. You wanna talk for attention? Well, look, here's your attention. Yeah. He is the most extreme patient runner that I've ever seen. Yeah, they wanna hate on me, but I don't get it. People mad at me cause I ball and I'm out here spitting. People know that I got the flow, they don't know what to do. Not a clue, like the DJ, so I'm on the ones and twos. Yeah, this is all perfect timing and I'm known to tote the rock and I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. They upset cause the money on my conscience. You don't think that I'm the best and stay away with all that nonsense. He calls himself Juice, that's his rapper name. And he's recorded such hits as Rap an Athlete on a Mission, 2 AM. That's a dangerous title of the song. Yeah, not back to you hating. I don't care what you saying. All these beats I be slaying. I think I'm hotter than Satan. I don't know why you playing. My music only turning up like I done went super saiyan. All this money is raining. I can't stop it from raining. These dollars running, they bounce. So I'm rapping like shady. I don't need me a savings. The money do a 180. The shrimpy know we got crazy. Deflate you just like I'm brave. Yeah. I guess your vision's a blur. Guess the only way he like me if I play for the Spurs. I think the Cowboys hurt his heart. I'm about to get him a nurse. Keep on talking that mess. This will only get worse. Post interview was on the way to tapers and works. Don't nobody wanna mess with me. I'm worse than the curse. I'm always bringing that heat and I stay with that heat. Shrimp, they talking about me like I'm Odell on the beat. <laughs>